Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Under the Cush. <laughs> what the? What on earth's that? Shite. Shite. Brown. Yeah. Chris Brown and that's John Parkin. <laughs> Welcome back once again for another episode. Well, how much thought's gone into this in, this intro? Like, I mean, we're always all right, chaps. Yeah. All right, gents is the other one. I just thought we'd go a bit more formal, spruce it up a bit. Yeah, you all right. Michael Zuber part two. Yes, looking forward to this one for uh, finally get to the bottom of all the leads, cracking it with the court case and all that. Yeah. Delving into the, uh, well, there's a lot of media hysteria at the time, wasn't there? At the, the time, tr- and the truth never comes out, does it? In the, nah. in the papers, no, nah. it's always twisted. Yeah, I was just sat there again with my flipping mouth open, trying to put yourself in that position oh. of what he was what he was going through. <laughs> there's so many things. I'm honest with you, lads. I'm not. I'm not sticking up for you. Or you can get fucked. Nah, I eh. wouldn't expect you to. You're on your own. You're on your own. I look after it, I'll look after it, cat for you. No bother. I'll send you a letter. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a cake with a file in it. You think one of them will get like uh admirers? You know, like serial killers always seem to get admirers, don't they? Yeah. Mad that, isn't it? Uh, that, uh, why why like the serial killers they always send seem to nick birds, don't they? So if anyone's struggling on Tinder, no, don't really good. <laughs> no, so, no. Let's not go down that route, shall we? No, no, well, uh, let's not go down that route. Yeah, so <laughs> totally, totally scrap that. If you if you still on Tinder, just try one other one. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Go back to basics. Yeah, but I guarantee. I think I don't know if we mentioned it in the episode, but Arthur, you know, he got a lot of stick, didn't he, from the from the terraces? But I guarantee, majority of all them lads who were shouting grass, grass on sideline in the same situation. Oh. 18 months in prison with a you know young young kids at home. I know. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough so, one, isn't it? It's a tough. Well, it's not a tough I one. I was going to say. No, it's not a tough <laughs> one. Are you disagreeing with him there, John? No, no, it's. Uh... You're going down, and I'm not coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, a horrible situation to be in. Mm. Whatever angle you come from, the the fans, his friends, and actually standing up in court and saying what happened. What what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just everything was awful. Well, do you really need to have a swig of water then? Just yeah, I've got. Do you know what it is? I think I've got an abscess on the way. So if there's any dentists out there, <laughs> so be, if you have got any dentists, by the way, who fancy sucking my teeth out, I'll put it on Minster and all that. I can't, I can't get to turkey, can I? Yeah, I want to go Christmas. Fit me then for Christmas turkey. Job done. <laughs> I could just see you promoting posts now with your new Nashes. Well, new Nashes, new hair. Right. So if anybody works at a dentist, please uh, have a word with your boss for us. On our holidays this week, aren't we? 
Yes, get the passports out. Yeah, yeah. North of the border, mm. over the wall. Getting up and back before well we well we can, aren't we? Mm. Before this lockdown Wednesday night. Getting them in. Big Johnny. John Hartson and Cy Ferry and You can call him Slaney, but we'll call him Paul. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, right? I, 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 in the podcast world, I'm sure Paul Slane's really uh, famous. You've forgot a lot more famous people's names yeah. than Paul Slane, so you're leaving that in. You've called Lou Chadwick Les Chapman. <laughs> He's a Chapman. <laughs> He's a Premier League winner. <laughs> Les Chapman. <laughs> Premier League winner. All right, Les. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, is there any more business? No, should we crack on? Yeah, yeah. Jubes, you're already here, so. Oh, he's not really got a, a nickname. John, has it? John Hartson, what's he? Or has he? Big John, you can call him. Big it. John. Yeah. Hey, up, Big John. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it would be impressive if you, if you learnt the Welsh for uh, hello. Come on then, Michael. How was O'Leary as a manager? Um, he was alright. I mean, I I I I done a thing with Breaky the other day when he was talking, and and the the interviewer was like trying to say that um, he deserves like the credit, and I'm thinking he inherited. He put together a good squad of players who were hungry, um, uh, that really wanted to win, and he just had to steer it, and he maybe could have steered it better, whatever it was. But I think he was a, at the time, at the beginning, he was good. Um, kind of then he changed in the job um, a little bit you know uh, I think everybody's laughing in views like when we done well is my babies and you know but when we lost like they need to grow up <laughs> <laughs> they need to you know what I mean just distance yourself they need, they need, to, they need to grow up I don't know, you know what I mean like when, when we done well yeah we done well my babies oh yeah like, it? Lost, they need to grow up but um, <coughs> he was he was um, he's alright there's nothing um, bad I mean I sit and um, as I'm talking, it, it's a reflection, isn't it? So the older me's looking at how he was then and what, like, so, but at the time, um, he was all right. Sometimes a little bit uh, too distant and 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 he, he just changed from the, the first uh, gaffer that I went there, David O'Leary, to the, the end one, there was a dramatic change in, in, in who he was and how he was um, a little bit, uh, overconfidence. I wouldn't say the word arrogance, but there was a there was a slight difference in in his persona and how he was and how he managed. But um, yeah, he was uh, he was alright. Because I seen some of Danny Mills slaughtering. I Did think he? I, I don't know if I said it on Bridges, but he said the players that we had, we should have. Yeah, league, we should have done this. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there there could have been uh, <laughs> a, a better better guidance, like in a sense of in how he he should have put us in better positions to do more as a squad and as a team. Um, and not saying it takes away any of the ownership from players, but when you look, you know, um, what we had, yeah, there, there is a little emphasis saying maybe he could have done more, you know. I mean, sometimes I used to like, I used to at the time I used to laugh, like um, people say, oh, what's he like? And some of his team talks were quite funny and, and quite like, you know, I remember we was at... Um, we was at, we'd had a Champions League game. Everyone's got everyone in. 
and I'm thinking, okay, he started talking, hey, I don't like how things are going on. And I go, what's going on here? He pointed to me, you, you tell Jody Morris, stay off my patch. I don't want him coming, because like, Jody's come the, the, the weekend before and had it like, for a night out with me and Rio and had a drink. Stay off my patch. <laughs> tell him, don't ever come my patch again. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm fucking trying to prepare for like, like Champions League. <laughs> And he's going on about drinking and this and that. My patch. Was he drinking yeah. his local or something? Do you think he owns Leeds or what? It's, it's t- Leeds Town Centre. <laughs> <laughs> My patch. Yeah, yeah. And I then, must say, your Irish accent's better than your Scottish. Is it? You I, nailed Scot- that. My Scottish ain't too bad sometimes. So <laughs> 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 what I eat. Um, but yeah, so uh, how he was as a person, like that sort of thing, geeing up the team and giving them some insight wasn't great. I'm not, again, Millsy, I, I can understand what Millsy's saying in, in that he should have put us, the team in better positions than Dunmore. But um, maybe that and what we was up against in the sense of United and Arsenal yeah. might have coincided. But yeah, he was uh, sometimes he did some funny uh, team talk. Overall, he, he was he was he was all right. He wasn't too bad. I, I ain't got nothing bad to say about him or dislike about him. Um, you know, could have done more. Was he all right with me? Yeah, um, I di- he didn't like do me any wrong. Didn't you know if he didn't pick me? Sometimes, yeah, like most managers, you're thinking he should have done, but it wasn't no, I wasn't harshly done by him at all. Do you ever have to drive the Reliant Robin? No, I never. Um, I mean, the first one, like that, so it was like everyone was quite nervous, isn't it? Like you saw it, I think it's had the big game, five sudden, and then like obviously your team wanted the team win, so you get your vote. And then obviously, when it, the vote, and I was like, okay, I'll do an announcement. And I was like, and when I voted for Harty, Harty took it so personal, man. Like, took it so personal, stormed <laughs> off. I remember Kel's going, hey, I'm your uncle. You're an embarrassment to the family. Hey, come here. And like, the heart, he took it so embarrassing. Like, I was cracking up, like, you know, building up. I think the last three votes was like, Bo, Harty and someone else. He's like, you know, I, was like, I felt like, you know, I felt how Simon Cowell would feel like sitting there with a the vote. Like, I'm the man. Like, I knew the votes. And the, I remember Harty, when he, when he got the vote, and I couldn't stop laughing because his reaction made it better. You know, like when someone's sulking, everyone's cracking up. Then when everyone went in the change room, see Harty still sulking, ah! and cracking up. But that, yeah, I never, I never got to drive that. I don't think I would have got in it properly. Or <laughs> yeah, was, So we in that with the first contact. one who got it then? Yeah. So just for some context, what it was the worst player in the five side after drive? Yeah, so the worst player have a five side, like usually said of the yellow bib, the worst player, the other team voted for the worst player and he had to drive it um to the to the game. Um and Fucking it was brilliant, hard. <laughs> so even when Woody bought the car, I'm like, oh my god. Like then you're thinking, getting nervous, thinking, it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 serious. Like, cause I remember at the time at Leeds, we was like like it was, it was like that's such a school kid little bunch used to do say like we'd say um I remember we'd be on the bus and back to say we pulled up at the ground at Bolton and go first one get off the bus and there wasn't I'm just sit down there there wasn't even a fourth it was the first one get someone just sit there no one would get off the bus I give off yeah and then and then and then we did that once um pre-season so the managers come over and go first one talk to the gaffer and then the gaffer's come over so we're warming up now and doing stretching David Lee's going doobs Kells, Maka, <laughs> fuck the lot of you then. Hey, fucking run them, run them. <laughs> now I talk to him. Like, I remember everyone was just like fucking like, I was like talking and we did the, the like first one to get off the bus and it's like, and we're just sitting there and like, obviously the, near the front was Nigel Martin and Millsy and that 
I think Nigel Martin cracked and then got off because Kevin, we had the security guard. Kevin goes, you lot got to get off the bus. The gaffer said you got to come in. And I remember that that game, there was like sky camera, like, you know, like filming, so he's waiting there by the, the <laughs> door. It's like ages. Like, I bet his arms are yeah, getting yeah, off yeah, the big camera. And uh, I remember Kevin, Kevin come and said, we got to get off the bus. And I remember that was a game when um, we got in there and then someone goes, first I'm talking to kiddo, Brian Kidd. First I'm talking to kiddo. So like, we're going in there now and kiddo's like talking to people, everyone's blanking him. And I remember him like, he's talking and uh, he's gone like, bats, bats, bats. And bats is talk blanking him, bats is blanking him. And in the end, he's talking to bats and bats is walking away, walking away and he's, bats just turned left and couldn't go anywhere. Walked into the, the shower wall like, <laughs> God. It's, it's so it's sad. Old man. Even so, the older ones got Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. <laughs> what, was the, what was the punishment? Like, Nigel Martin getting Don't even know the punishment. No, I'm just saying, no, just, one, yeah, no one knew the punishment. Just that first one, like, no one wanted to do it. Would the um, staff know just, about this, though? Uh, the staff must have cottoned on eventually. Yeah. Like maybe after that. I think that's when, um, I think that was a game when Robbie Fowler introduced um, the coin game. Was it the coin game? You know, when you hold the coin. So the last one holding the coin. So if, if I, got, I start the coin... If I give you the coin, you've got to take it. You can't refuse it. And when you're running past it, you, you take the coin. It says the person who has the coin at the end of the game loses. So everyone knows the rules. So Robbie started the coin. So he's like, money for the game. Gives you the coin, you've got to take the coin. Yeah. The coin during the game. And then I think, I think it was uh, um, Bo. I think someone gets Bo. Bo, fuck that, fuck that, I ain't doing that, fuck that. <laughs> 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 I had the coin I give it to Bo I ain't fucking doing that fuck that fuck that could you give it to the keeper as well could you give it to Nigel Martin no I don't think oh, yeah no not the keeper yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, punching over 20 yeah, minutes yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah but it was like yeah I mean that 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 group um, at Leeds <laughs> as it grew man it was like the best time in football you know forget the the winning like, like I loved it but like the best time for me in football was that that era um, at Leeds and um, just it's it's being have to be in like say like half nine, but everyone getting at nine just for the half hour before even yeah. earlier, yeah. and then they'd leave like later on just hang around like that was a proper like, nine to, to five. Like, everyone was hanging around till late. Just you know what I mean, yeah. and just for the crack. And it was just everyone like you didn't matter who you sat with. You didn't matter. Just you just got on with everyone. It was just like it was just unbelievable. Like just funny. It was just funny. Everything was... But when we'd when we done training, it was serious because everyone wanted to win. Everyone was hungry to win. Mm. But like off the field, it was just like jokes. Had some characters there. Did David Batty really dislike football as much as what? Um, I just think he just... He just was... Just that's what he'd done. He just... I just played football. Yeah. And, um, and then... That was it. Job. Yeah, so he'd come in and then he'd go. He'd come in his kit and leave in his kit. Do you know what I mean? Like just... just he lived around the corner from the training ground, so just coming his kit and leaving his kit. Um, but <coughs> I love Bats, I think Bats was like m mega for us, and just as the personality was funny. And it, when, I was, when I was going out in Leeds, I remember just go like uh, out in town, and anyone I see, like I remember I went to some Caribbean shop in the heart, like the hood of Leeds, and they go, Hey, David Batty, like, yeah, yeah, wait, let's go to school with Bats. He was the toughest player in the playground, you know. <laughs> really? Like these, like these, like yeah. He was, he was tough, man. No one messed with bats, but like bats was just tough as now. People smash him. He'd get up. 
he'd do it. And he obviously had a bit of banter about himself off the field and he'd offer a bit. But um, yeah, as far as like the, the love for the game, like I, I don't even know what he does now. Like we spoke about it before, he's a bit of an enigma. Now. Just like, disappeared, didn't he? Yeah, he just, yeah it just disappeared. It's like, it's like I think he's one of them old club on Ben Fogel's program. He's just moved to an island in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and he but just he, lives I mean, off a land. He just loved motorbikes. I remember he used to have an R one. Like he, I think he loved motorbikes. Loved motorbikes. His kids and maybe gardening. I don't know what he did. <laughs> but he's just like he just like just he was just like once finished training he'd go home. So like be, be fair, sometimes we'd like say. Everyone would go to, I can't remember the name of the Italian near the training ground. We'd go, we'd go there and then everyone would come there. It'd be like the whole, virtually the whole squad. We're phone ahead, whole squad sitting there. And he'd be there. And then just afterwards, he'd just leave. Where most of us going, going to town, going to town, yeah. going to town. <laughs> but most of the squad would just stay together and bats would come, be part of it. And then just go home. That's but he, fair enough then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, but he was no. always in, he was always in like any pranks and jokes. Bats was like involved in he was like he was we silent had, assassin yeah we had I mean we had the physio Sutty Alan Sutton and Sutty's been there for years he was there from uh, Billy Bremner days he'd always tell you a story and um, so we was all injured me Jason Wilcox and um, Bats and I remember like we was uh, we're going for lunch so we went into town and there was a butcher's and we went and bought like mate can we have like 40 pounds worth of sausage meat yes yeah, so all this sausage meat and then we went and got his sausage meat and we plastered it all over Sutty's car, like all on his windscreen, around <laughs> his car, like, like patting it down, like his, everything. And then uh, we left it for a little bit and all of a sudden, like, it was a hot day. All of a sudden, you started seeing all these wasps flying around, these flies around his car. And we go, oh, so we went back in the freezer room, laying on the bed, like, Sutty and see Sutty, like, going that way, like he's going towards his car. He's come back. Hey, you, you bastards. Hey, I'm going to see the gaffer on you. <laughs> and <Red's>, <laughs> what, what, what? Not fucking funny. Not fucking funny. And, and then uh, he's going to see the gaffer. And, uh, and then the gaffer's gone. What's going on? I'm going, listen, lads. Like, he's going mad. He's him fuming. Actually. Like, like, we went out. He goes, just just get the stuff of his car for us. So we've gone out there. And I know word of lie. There was hundreds of wasps on this meat. Flies this meat. We're going, oh, and I don't like wasps. I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, have we got the hose going down? And he's gone, yeah, yeah, and that bit as well, you. you. <laughs> Fucking bastard. Yeah, so like, he was like the human. The thing is, you can just see 40 pounds of sausage meat like yeah. churning ground. Oh. Yeah. You'd be devastated. Yeah. And he, <laughs> yeah, but Bats was always in the, I mean, when Rio left, do you've heard the story, when Rio left, um, we've heard he's going to Man United, so the uh, the training ground, they they had the manager's car park space and they had the captain, so the captain has his own car park space. And then, uh, so Rio's like, um, was captain at the time, so he was going. So he was, he parked front in. So I think Jason Wilcox and Bats um, <laughs> must have got a bit of paper and put, we ate leads like on, on the front, like, as, as a number plate. Now and he was going out and obviously the, the press was in there. And they're like, he's just driving out, and our security, Kevin, just, whoa, whoa, yeah, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and I ripped it up just before he went around the corner for the press. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> I know. I'd like, I'd like to hear more from the kit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like crazy. But yeah, Bats was always there. I, I love Bats. Um, like most of the teammates that time, everyone was, um, it was good. I think it might have been Huckabee that said, Wilcox and Gary Kelly, the funniest men in football. Jason, yeah, Kells was madcap, funny, like crazy, sober or drunk. 
but Jason, I think, like, was like funny, like the banter he come out with, the comments he come out with. Um, I think because you don't expect it from him, but so it's it looks funny. like it looks like yeah. a, a sensible fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I speak. Jason is like Man City head of academy and all that now. So I, I went up there to see him, but even I'm seeing him, I'm thinking in his office at the door, I'm not being serious. I don't like this Jason. Yeah, Can I have yeah, the old yeah. Jason back? Yeah, I talked to younger. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was fun. Like him. Yeah, Jason is definitely up there for one of the funniest persons I've been around in football. Like him and John Spencer, I think, like the the two funny people, especially mm. Jason's up there for sure. Don uh, went and talked about it in great detail with obviously the night at the San Siro. Yeah. Like, were, you, were you man of the match? No, not no. You did well though, didn't you? No, I, did, I didn't play the San Siro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was injured. <laughs> Man, it's... Yeah, I was injured. It's fucking I, I played, unbelievable. I played, I played, I played at Ellen Road. Yes, that's the one I meant. Okay. <laughs> after, yeah. after San Siro. Yeah, yeah. San Siro. That is fucking disgrace. That's a disgrace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you play well at San Siro. <laughs> man of the match. Did you get a man of the match? I didn't know whether to follow it up. Like, just like, say, edit that bit later because I didn't yeah. play it. She was going to go along with it. Like, especially, especially after my mates for the doobs bit. Yeah. I thought, oh, I didn't want to do that to my mate. Like, No, the Ellen Road one, yeah, I mean... I that put that up there as as my um, best ever game, like occasion. You know, you just beat AC Milan. Shevchenko um, still in there. Someone's going to bring him out today. <laughs> um, Bierhoff, um, and I never forget. Like, so I tell parts of that story. I remember. So my thing was um, like with games, like you know, game face under the tunnel. If you're mate, I, I'm like I don't smile or nod. Or we're not friends. Like like in the tunnel. Like you're right. Like. If, if if you smile and nod to me, I'm thinking I've got him in my head. I'm thinking weak. He's, 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 I've got sight here, so I'm not smiling. So I'm in the tunnel, usual spot. I'm up, like behind the goalkeeper. I'm there, in there like that. might have a little. Let's go. I don't shout too much because my voice goes squeaky when I shout too high. <laughs> so I'm in there. Ace Milan coming out. So I'm there. I'm like, See Paolo's come out. Paolo Maldini. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, Dino. And then, like he's looked. He's going, hey, dupes. Like, nod, I'm thinking, he knows me. Broke, I broke character a little bit, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, good little spark. <laughs> Get on with it. I'm ahead of thinking, wow, Paolo Medina knows who I am. I'm buzzing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, they play the games, like, perfect conditions, Tuesday night, rainy in Ellen Road, like, you know, like when you're a kid and you're playing on the grass, it's like your shirt's soaking wet, you know, Shevchenko, anything he does, I'm there, down the lunch, tackle, slide tackle, boom, buzzing. Because I always remember that like, when they announced the team, like before the game, and they're saying because Lucas was out, uh, Dom was out, so it was me and uh, Millsy centre half. So you you heard the groan, you know, heard the groan, like you know, think, okay, cool. Is our own well, probably, probably Leeds fan? Yeah, right? a little bit. Oh. Cause remember, we were just coming off the back of a four 0 bash into mm. Barcelona, and I think oh. so. I'm thinking, okay, cool. Don't matter. I mean, like me and Mills, like, hey, come on now, oh, yeah, yeah. So playing. Off up, boom. Shevchenko, like we kept a clean sheet, thinking nil nil, brilliant. And then obviously, Bo's shot, spilled it, goal one nil against Ace Milan. Thinking, what a victory, like buzzing, brilliant. Like, you know, even then again, like you, you think you don't really appreciate it or celebrate the victory just as much as you, you not say you should have done it more, but just remember that game, everyone's like buzzing, like we just beat Ace Milan, one nil Champions League, like. Especially after bloody 
just getting battered by and popped 4 0 at the new camp. Everyone's thinking they're getting another 4 0 by these lot. Mm-hmm. Did you get a shirt after? I got, um, I think I got Beerhoff shirt, but I, uh, I got my house burgled once and they, they, they took it. Must have been an AC Milan fan. <laughs> Italian thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian, Italian job. yeah, Italian job. If I could elaborate on your squeaky voice, yeah. Cy Johnson's message is asking, um, told us to ask about a thing with Brian Kidd. Did he have a pop at you? I think one training session, he, he, uh, it might have been sat in training. Like, you know, like you train, I might appeal for a little bit and just, I'm always vocal. I think that he did say something about my my vocals during or said something. I can't remember exactly, but I remember having a, a, a splat with uh, Kiddo. So, it went, so you, your argument with Brian Kendall being high-pitched? Yeah, but I, I, it's always been that way. I remember I played in reserves once and I remember playing, um, I played against Luther Blissey, the playing for Watford Reserves, Chelsea Reserves. And then uh was going like, having a little tussle. I'm only like, say, 17, 18, I'm Luther Blissey. And he's like, what, 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 what? What's wrong with your voice? <laughs> And then you don't want to speak after that, do you? You're trying to gab yourself. So if you're playing now in no crowds, people are like, ah, oh my. Have you heard that joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Have you heard his fucking voice? Yeah, yeah. Just the pet toy. Hey! So, um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, so the crowd drowned it out. His message was asking about when Brian Kidd had a pop at him training and he nearly started crying. Squeakiest voice I've ever heard from a bloke when he had a go back. Pathetic, really. <laughs> That's what Jono said. I've never, I've never cried. The, the, the crying bit, no. But um, I can, I do. If I, if it got intense, the pitch would raise. I, I don't know why. Um, it's always been that way. I, I mean, I try and, I don't know. I mean, I think like, even I've done like kids football. I think the kids are going, whose sister's that? <laughs> but, um, that voice yeah, should be yeah. coming out of that big mansion, <laughs> yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's always been like that. Yeah, I know. Jono. And then obviously later on, towards the end of that season, it was a bit of a darker period in your in your career with the with the court case and everything coming in. And yeah, I didn't think we were going to talk about that, but yeah. I will go into it then. No, no, <laughs> don't, no. Um, it always gets brought up, and <clears throat> it's become synonymous with me and my journey. Um, and obviously, the that period of time, Salid started great and established great friendships, and I was close with everyone. And the person I was closest with. Um, at the club was Woody um, and then obviously there's the instant and a night out when there was the the fight in Leeds and then from that fight in Leeds happened the court case and uh, the I don't have any regrets apart from not saying the truth or, or, or my part in it from the beginning um, and what happened was is that when the police come to the training ground and wanted to see everyone that that night, um, it was a case of you know it's like in my head it was just like you're going to school. I'm going to see the head. What did you say? Oh, I say that then just to look after you. And um, so when I said, Woody, I've got to go and see solicitors and speak to the police. What did you say? I'll, I'll just say this. Okay, I'll, I'll just say this. So in me just saying something that I thought would help him and not the true account, it landed me in a position where um, I was in further trouble. So I'm, I'm in the solicitors and we're saying, this is what I've got to do. Okay, we we'll go to the police station. So I remember being in the police station. I've never been in trouble with police uh, before. Never been in an interview wrong with the police. Only thing about the police I knew is watching the bill. And I thought, okay, 
Fair enough. What's the bill? <laughs> when, when, yeah, yeah. When you're in trouble, the solicitor says, "Well, well, well." So I'm sitting in there now. Okay, tell your account what happened. So the account what happened is me trying to say the account what happened to get to a point where I need to say what Woody said. Are, so, you, are you actually thinking in your head, right? It's all like we'll do this interview and it'll all just be forgotten about. Yeah, it. it, it I didn't think it escalate into what it escalated mm-hmm. into. So um, it was a case of okay. And I said to my solicitor, what he's like, I said, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. He's like very blase. That's so where he's very relaxed. I'm thinking, all right, so I'm speaking. This happened, this happened, that happened. This happened, this happened. So then, I, then it, okay, it's Woody's part. And then this happened, this happened, this happened. So it was a, a change of course what really happened. Were you, in, were you actually in any trouble for your actual self for the no the incident? No. You like, weren't there? No, I wasn't there. My my All, all I did and I've ever done was... I went to the club, come out, they come back from the incident. I went to drive them to their hotel. It, it was, the road was blocked. They asked to go back to my house for a bit, drove to my house, and then from there I drove them back to their hotel, and that was my role. You dragged into all uh, So then, yeah. It, yeah, so then because when I, when I did my account, I changed bits because I thought to help Woody what he said, um, now the story's a bit jumbled up. Okay, so let's get this right. So now they're, now they're turning to please. Okay, let's get this right. You said this, this, and this, yeah. But then you did this. Oh, yeah, but I meant this. But you did this, this. Yeah, but I meant this. this. So now I'm like sitting there sweating. Yeah, I'm, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, all right now, my, my solicitor's going to say objection or something. Like, <laughs> get, get me a break. Like, didn't say nothing. So now I'm just like, and, like, and all of a sudden now, say like 40 minutes of just tearing this apart and he's gone um, we're going to leave this with you so you have a little think about whether you want to change what you've just said here or whether you're going to sign it right and so they've gone out I've looked at myself going can't sign that that's lies no, listen so I've signed my name to the, the story I've said and then from there um, it goes to the CPS and then the they decided that uh my story is a load of lies and I'm up for perverting the course of justice. Surely, sorry, surely when you've gone to your solicitor and said, I can't sign that, it's lies, and he said, no, sign it. Yeah, I mean, that again, there's another story in, in, in the solicitor that, because the solicitor got appointed, like, links to the club, down the line later on, there was all problems with him. I, I, I was getting investigated because of things he said regarding his handling of me. So when it comes to it, the club binned him and I got a new set of solicitors once I got found that I'm going to court. So I'm like, court? So my new uh, solicitors um, come, they're like, I'm like, what What? What am I looking at? I was like, first of course, justice, Michael, you're looking at like maybe 18 months. Eight, 18 months? What, I ain't done anything? Well, that's what you're looking at for what they think you've done. If you get found guilty, it could be 18 months. All of a sudden, it changes like, oh my god, <coughs> eighteen yeah. months. You've done something to help your mate out, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're like you like, like yeah, naively or bravely or whatever it is, you know, it's it's eighteen months. So there's then the, the build up for court. So in this time, um, I rupture my Achilles at Leeds. Second time I do the other leg, so I haven't even got an outlet. So all this stuff's going on, and my only thing is rehab which is depressing in itself. 
So I'm seeing my my barristers, uh, Claire Montgomery, like like she was my barrister, like like really powerful, like she's one of the top uh, um, like barristers now, helps rights of laws. But she was like powerful, telling me this is what's gonna. She didn't pull no punches and just being honest. Did you have to pay for this yourself? No, the club, the club. The club. Right. But did you come clean? Did you say like, what I've said? But when I to her, I said, I said what I, this is not true, and I, I gave her the story. So it was like okay, and and then. Um, was sorting out a, a a plan for me how to approach this, and it, to be fair, it was like, well, if everyone says what they say honestly, you won't have to say anything because there was like there were six people up on the charge, six people. When they say their story, when they include you, if they say the truth, you won't have to say anything. So going into court, I was like looking at maybe. I said 80, 80, 20 of being found not guilty, maybe even more. Like if you don't, if you didn't say anything, just if everyone told the truth. So you all, are all you six in court? Yeah, all in the dock, all in the dock. Right. So one, two, so Woody, Bo, two of Woody's mates, and there was Tony, I forgot his name, but he got, they, they told he wasn't going to be there, I think on the second day. So it was like five of us in the end. So everyone, everyone there. So... It was if they if they all said what your role and me and Bo never really coincided because Bo didn't get in my car and our stories and our paths never coincided. It's just me, Woody and his two friends that the ones that because they were in my house in my car, our stories were interlinked. So if they said what actually I done and what their role done, I wouldn't have to speak. So we're in Hull, like ten weeks in Hull and um, at the Marriott by the Bay. So like. Um, Bo was doing his thing, all the barristers in there. Um, and so I'm sitting in the dock for the first God knows how long, just listening. And it's hard because getting briefed to say, listen, it's about perception. So they're looking at you every now and again. So smile, like be polite and, and you know, give a, like, you know, perception, like, you know, f friendly face. I'm like, I'm not being funny. Someone walking past me was not going to look at me and think friendly guy. Like just, just the whole thing is, so I'm like, yeah. If I'm smiling at them, they're going to think it's scary. So, and the pressing, though. yeah, the press was in like, the, the yeah. press interpretation as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he doesn't give it's a fuck. It, yeah, look at him, like, look at arrogance thing. So, it was like the the first. I remember Bo, I think Bo was the first one on, on, on in the dock. Bo was like, you know, they're sitting, standing there, like, confident, saying his bits and blah blah. So, when, when Bo got uh, questioned by his barrister, then the defence or the prosecution's barrister questioned him. Once Bo said his bit, it didn't affect me, these and blah, blah, blah. Then Woody um, went up. And all all through this, me and Woody are like still good friends. We're texting each other at night. Um, we're like, you know, we're still speaking. Um, and even like to the point where we're going, well, you want to come for dinner tonight? Go, no, I've got to do, get my head down and do some like work with my barrister. I'm thinking, okay, cool. And I see the work that Bo was doing. I thought, oh, Woody be like. So when Woody went up, um, being questioned, like, it was crazy because part of me wanted to burst out laughing because he reminded me of like, he'd say like, I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking in my head like, he's got his story straight. What he's gonna say? So then the, the prosecutor went, so you come out of the club, you went right, yeah. But you said you went left, no, went right, left, wait, oh. And I'm thinking, oh my god, because I asked for my mate in there, yeah. and he's, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna say. Thought you said you was doing work, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, so. You should have come for that. I did it on my own. So I'm like, but then, but then, then after a while you realise, fucking shit, 
this is serious. And like, oh my God. Was he tying himself up in knots up there? Yeah, they look, and he looked like, oh my God, it looks bad. Like, it looked really bad. Like, looks really bad. And I'm like, shit. And then, um, so the, but more importantly, what he said my role was left me looking really flaky. Like, it like looked like I virtually um, there, he called me, picked me up. So the, my, my role was again blurred. So then when his two friends got to his two friends and they said their bit, again, my role was blurred. So when I'm speaking to my- Are they, they, are they, they think they're <clears throat> like are stitching up on purpose? No, like that's the oh, thing. Like, they, 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 they just, they wasn't, they wasn't like colluding with each other. They in fact were just like looking out for it themselves. So, so what they were saying that I was doing, like all they had to say was, the truth was like, dude took us back to his house um, and then he dropped us back. Do you know what I mean? And that was my role. But it was like, it was so flaky. And, it, and so there's like three different stories in my role. So if you're a jury thinking, oh, bloody hell. So then when I sat down after the, like, the last one, my brother said like, you're definitely gonna have to speak now. So you've gone from say 80, 20 to like 60, 40 against. Like, you're gonna have to speak. I'm like, I can't. Because if I speak, I'm gonna have to tell the truth. And if the truth is, if someone asks me, what do I know? It's gonna tell the truth in in the sense that the truth might get Woody in trouble. Woody, like Woody, yeah. my friend. I, I didn't want to like get Woody in trouble. Like this is my friend, so I thought I can't. So he was going over, over, he was doing rehearsals, rehearsals, mm -hmm. and he's like, I couldn't just say, I couldn't bring myself to say it. Um, and after a while, like you know, you're going up, you have to, you have to, to, to say it. And I remember walked into court that day when I was supposed to be in the dock, went, walked into court and I saw Woody, he's like, like messing around, so I need to talk to you. What, 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 talk to you. So I pulled him in one of the rooms that you have with a barrister on your own. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say how it is. I'm gonna have to tell the truth. Man, you can't, like, I'm gonna have to tell the truth. No, mate, and then he started like welling up and I started welling up and like, and like he was crying, I was kind of, I'm gonna have to, like, I have to say it. That is, mate, 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 you can't do that. You know what's gonna happen. You can't do that. So I'm gonna. So when you when you're telling the truth, then is this different to your statement? Yeah, because the 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 state that the truth is the truth of the incidents what happened, and it's just gonna um, contradict everything that he said right. up until this point in 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 court. When my barrister's speaking to me and asking me, he said, "Oh, what happened?" And I said, "Oh." They said they got into a fight. That's why I said they got into a fight. And the whole court pin dropped. Like, like silent. Like, scribbles, I see reporters, some reporters rushing out. And then like... So have they said that they've not had a fight? They, yeah, they said that they said they have not. So like, I've, my, my whole statement is contradicting and they yeah. said they had a fight. So it's like, boom. And then it's like, my God. And then so from that point, like, went for the questioning, what I did, my role, just my, my role. So she was going through my story, like what happened, what happened, what happened. So then all of a sudden now the, the prosecution, like instead of being hostile to everyone else, he's friendly to me. Okay, uh, Mr. Dubry, so he's friendly to me because I've just told him what he wants. He wants to coax more out. And I remember I remember when I was standing there and the stand, like, I had like what that, and I remember holding it and I, want, I was thirsty, my mouth was dry, but I was shaking. So I didn't want to see everyone see me doing this. But I didn't want my mouth to dry to go. So I was like, all my strength to hold it and not shake, and then put it down. 
so that the prosecution started being friendly to me to get more answers out of me. And then um, the Woody's Woody's um, barrister. So I remember like the first few questions he said, oh, Mr. Dubry. I remember I've seen him in things like, like Mr. Dubry. So um, is it true you play central defence, yeah? The same as Jonathan, yeah. Is it true at the moment he plays ahead of you? Yeah, yeah, because I'm injured. Yeah, but he does, in general, he plays ahead of you and he's an international, you're not. So in football terms, he's, he's advanced of you. Yeah, we'll say that. So if Mr. Woodgate isn't playing, like, would you be the next in line to play? Well, uh, yeah, okay. So would it, and like, started going down this line it's just, just trying to discredit me and I remember like sitting there so all the time hostile so then that and I he he just like anything he could just try and discredit me and then I had it from the other barristers and the other barrister just because obviously my just to try and discredit what I, um what I was and then obviously it finishes with my one so I've gone back and obviously now um I'm like feeling shitty and I remember the worst thing happened was that during my testimonial, it was on a Friday, and the judge said we're going to end it here. So you're still in the 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 dock. So please don't discuss your your thing with anyone. We're going to resume on Monday. So like, I had the whole weekend where I didn't speak to no one. Just like I didn't. I think I stayed in. I stayed in Hull. Usually just drive back down to my house in Leeds. Stayed in Hull. Didn't speak to. I didn't speak to any parents. In case I'm thinking they bug my phone. Say I'm discussing the case. Just stayed, and then like. I'm thinking I've got more of this on Monday, more on Monday. And I think uh, finished off on Monday, closing arguments and then like verdicts. Um, and I remember that uh, something happened in, in, I remember I, I got, I remember sitting there and they, they didn't decide on the players' verdicts, the, the Woody and Bo and that one, but they, just, they, they, they had a decision on my one and I got found not guilty. Were you quite really confident that was going to be the case anyway? No. So before before the verdicts, um, we had this um, prime investigator, like advisor, and he said, okay, um, I want you to um, pack a pair of trainers, um, about 10 pairs of underpants, um, get a phone book and write the numbers you, you want. Um, because if you go down there, taking you straight away. So I'm like, my god like so we're in the verdict so i've got a black bag i'm thinking uh, i want to take a good pair but i don't want no one like bullying me nicking my good pair of trainers and i'm in pimp get, some jeff, yeah. get some jeff banks pants you know what i mean so i've got underpants there i'm thinking oh, do i take calvin Klein's? they're going to take my Calvin. <laughs> so all that sort of stuff going from my head and then we even had a briefing about you know your safety in there and i'm going mate if i go down like they're going to think i'm some grass so i'm gonna be fighting anyway like about safety, like, and there's any tennis stories. If you see someone walking down the the, the hall with um, a kettle or something, so be aware because it could be hot water and sugar, and that could burn you. I'm going, I cannot help it, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it it was that sort. So it was brief that if the verdict went the other way, that um, was going down straight away. Um, I got remember I got um, found not guilty, and it's like a relief. And um, I remember shooting straight down from Hull down to London I think I went um, to Jody's house and hid at Jody's house um, for a bit and then I went and got went and took myself away 
on holiday Dubai like away from like, any press but then the the worst thing happened was that someone in the court someone in the, the jury was discussed or sat, this jury or the papers put something in the case collapsed and there had to be a retrial so there had to be a retrial of the whole case so there was still there had to be a retrial so I had to go through it all again but I'm not I'm not I have to go for it again. But what was happened is that the prosecution called me as a witness, so I have to go for it again. Yeah. And they asked me to. But you can't. Your verdict can't be changed now. No, no, no. I, I, my verdict's fine. I'm not guilty. Yeah. But the, no, prosecution, the prosecution now, yeah. I'm like, and I'm like thinking, can I go out the country to the thing? Would I? Can I get out of it that way? Like, I just don't want to like be saying all that again and doing that again. Um, no, you have to do it. You have to do it. Um, so in the retrial, like. I'm up again and going through it all again. And then that's when uh, the, you know, the whole, um, the label grass, you know, that, that followed me from in every football stadium I played in after that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and even from, from Leeds fans, do you know what I mean? It was like, you know, obviously I didn't really know the, the history of the Chelsea Leeds, and, but the, it, it, Woody was homegrown. And I was just the, the player they bought that they didn't see too much of or the best of. So it was, mm. it was, a, it was a different. So, and it was very, again, me and Woody wasn't speaking um, that that much. And again, don't think he could or we wasn't. Um, and it was just like horrible. I had a, a police alarm in my house. So I had the buzzer that goes straight to the police station because I was getting death threats um, from every football fraction you know, uh, going and, and, and be fair, the club were like keeping them away and not letting me, me see them, but they just warned me saying, listen, this is how serious this is why we need it, blah, blah. So it wasn't a nice time, you know, and then, and then your whole, you know, football is our escapism. So you're having any sort of problems the football is escaping. But when you're, you know, I wasn't, the worst thing is, you know, you, when you're playing, you're, you're playing, when you're sub and you're warming up and you've got everyone shouting yeah. stuff and you're hearing it even more. So you're warming up <clears throat> home games, Got your away fans saying all this stuff. Something got the the even the Leeds fans singing it. Um, you know you got you know you go to away games and all the stadium singing it. It was like oh. and when the physio's going go and warm up. Am I coming on? No, I'm not warming up then. Do you know what I mean, <laughs> put myself in your shoes, mate. You know if if I'm in court and I get not guilty, normally you're buzzing, aren't you? But mm. if I was, I'd be, I felt sick still just the, for all of that that yeah. you just said. It's the horrible. stuff that one would get. The stuff that people were saying to you, I'd have still felt. You got kids at this point. I had two girls at the time, and that was what look, Claire was saying to me, like, "Well, you tell the truth, because what are you going to say to them when they're older? They, oh, I, you know, I didn't want to. I missed tell out an eighteen months of your yeah, life to save one of my pals. Yeah, so it was it was it was hard, and it was just that you know we grew up in this this you know as kids like you don't tell tales, you have this playground rule, you, all these little things that you do, and it was like it, it was it was it was grating on me, you know, even, and even saying this now, like, I don't, um, say, say the story, uh, repeated too often, because one, I'm thinking, I don't want, you know, coming up and Woody seeing it on some social media and having to bring up for him, both the same, because everyone's like moving on, uh, sometimes just uncomfortable saying it, um, and trying to like move on, then there's a bit, well, I don't want to say anything that's going to land me legally, the wrong because you know it's recollection and words are words yeah, yeah. it's just an uh, uh but at the same time like i look back and say did i do anything wrong no am i trying to uh 
glory from it because I've had people wanting to do uh, TV uh, a, a sort of mini documentary on the on the inside the Netflix and, uh, yeah yeah it's just and just like re- recollect it make a, uh, a drama out of it and I've said no because it's not something that needs to be and I'm not trying to monetize from it or you know sometimes I use I use the story um, as a as a way of growth as a reflection of, of what I could have done better what could have done different um, and now like it's like I'm I'm quite at ease with myself in what I've done. Like I said, that I started off saying the only thing I would have done different was at the beginning say how it is. Do you know what I mean? And say this is what I've done because there'd have been no story. Out, you know, it'd have been it's it's it's, it's it was uncut for for ages. Like because it was always the connotation of 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 grass. And it's like who wants to be labelled a grass? Like that's something you just see. It's just the worst. Um, and it was like my role wasn't wasn't that and it was like for ages um around leeds um in the 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 press in football stadiums it was like it's like oh, it's a horrible thing to have and and this whole story episode i know, I know people are touchy to to mention it and i'm like we could we can speak on it like it it doesn't um it's not six years ago i'd be like no 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 don't i don't want to talk about that like it's got nothing but like now um, it's like cool. It's not. Um, it's an episode. I'm not trying to glorify it. Some people want an insight into it. Some people want what it's like, how it felt. Some people say what they want to say. You know, it's still a grass. It's cool. I'm up. It's it's fine. You know, social media allow people to speak. Mm. Um, has there been anyone that's walked down the street and said you're a grass, whatever? Um, no. I walk around Leeds and some people. Um, uh, are still the same they, they like me they don't like me and most of it if they don't like me might be because of not the Woodgate court case is because they're associating me more with their club being relegated than anything to do with a court case so yeah. um, guarantee to you though that 95% of anybody who says anything in the same situation looking at 18 months in prison yeah. is doing exactly uh, the same thing you've got to ask yourself that question and what would you do yeah, that, it's, it's you know, and like I say, it's, it's it's if you if you do it the right way at the beginning, then it's it's fine, you know, and then it's like you know, it's, and it's not even, um, and I look and thinking in the in the if if everyone has spoken the truth in my role prior before me taking the stand, I don't take the stand. Yeah. Um, I think because everyone had a, a disregard for my role, whether it's accidentally on purpose or saving themselves. That's that's why um, uh, I have to, I have to take the stand and, and speak. But you know, I, th- I think that the court case was was bad and horrible. And I think the incident with with Woody when I had to tell him was bad. But I think for a long time afterwards, you know, playing football, um, you know, grass and stadium singing it, and and that that was horrible. Like it like polluting my whole my happy place, my escapism. Mm, that yeah, being polluted for so long was like was not a good thing and, and and even to be fair the relationship with Woody because I like I spoke I spoke to Woody a couple of times on social media um wish him good luck and when things happen but like me and Woody were tight and I I think he's brilliant funny just to miss out on on what could have been not saying we're being best buddies because football happens and, and go that but you know to to see him, you know, be like that social media, that, that social distant greeting. Do you hug? Do you cuddle? Do you wave? Oh, do you know what I mean, yeah. I think so. Now we're like, 
you know what I mean? So um, have you not seen him? Since? I've not. You know what? Our paths have not crossed or or seen him since. Um, but yeah, as as a person, I think like amazing. I've got a lot of time for him. Um, but it's just a shame that this incident has has, has changed the dynamics and of what could have been. How did the court case end up then second time round for anybody who don't know? Uh, I think that Woody got found, I think only one of them got found guilty. Bo got not guilty, Woody got not guilty. Um, I think only one of them got found guilty and and, and done some prison time. Um, so I think that's how it, it ended up. But after the, the court case, I remember Kells was on the bus. So we, we're still in the same team and both of us like, Lee Chang had big personalities, joking. So we used to be on the back of the bus, always playing cards, having a laugh. And Woody would sit here, I would sit here on like the, the two tables bit. And I remember Kel was just like grabbing my head, grabbing his head. And like going, hey, I love you. I love you. Hey. And just looking and everyone's like, so there was never, we never let it influence or it never affected the dynamics of, of uh, a great group. It never affected that. And, you know, we, you know, we just, we got on, just wasn't as tight as we used to be. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So we said then at, at Leeds, it's all, it's all falling apart, as they say. Yeah. Um, like, people always ask, oh, you must have known, like, when it it got bad, we knew when everyone else knew. Like, when I picked up the paper the same time as everyone else and the club was in trouble, that's when we knew. We never got any told anything beforehand. So but, getting your wages on time and everything? or Yeah, we're still getting our wages. And then I remember there was a, a big meeting. We had to have a big meeting. It was in, like, the, the training ground. It was in the, the gym. And everyone was there. And they wanted us to refer, like, our wages or defer our wages. And um, so we said, okay, like all the senior players, anyone over X amount will defer like 25% of week's wages. We'll defer week's wages. Everyone will defer week's wages. <clears throat> so I remember they had the, the, I think the PFA was there. That's what we were going to do. So they went back. To, I think that, that some of the staff were in, in the manager's office and they come back and say, no, they want you to defer 60%. They think you're being greedy. And what? Like, so you wanted to take a week, a week's wage per month deferred. But we was offering a week. Yeah. They wanted, they wanted us to defer sixty percent. That's what they wanted us to do, and we were saying, "I'm not doing that." We're, we're like, "We're, we're here, not for us, but we're gonna. Everyone over this amount is gonna defer the money." And they said, "I've oh, been greedy, this and that," and it, the, the, the talks broke down. We said, "Okay." So then we was leaving, and I remember the PFA rep saying, "Listen, everyone, like, there's press outside. No one say nothing. Keep this meeting quiet. Keep it to yourself." Fair enough. I'm gonna be driving home, and then we're going home now. You turn on Sky Sports, and the PFA apps going, "Well, what we've agreed," and like, <laughs> um, I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I'm like, "Really, mate? Yeah." So it's on the news going, "Yeah, what we've discussed," and 
um, and it broke down. And, and from there, um, you know, they started selling off anything they had. And that was like the, the player assets. Um, Rio had gone, but then Woody, H, Bo, I think Bo had gone. Um, so yeah, it was it was like disintegrating and the club was in trouble by then. And it just it just happened to get worse. And then... But the club had a lot of money in though, hadn't it, for them players? Yeah. But like say, one, you don't get into Champions League one year and all the money you invest and then there's no recoup and there's spent the money you thought you'd get from Champions League and the club was just in trouble and it just sort of, it was very much um, like a downward spiral um, happening. And, and you know, the players that were left um, bore the brunt. Uh, and I, I mean, I thought I was one of them. I remember there was, there was an article in the Yorkshire Evening Post like saying greedy, like and like misleading the story, saying these players refused to take a pay cut and all that sort of stuff. So it didn't help the 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 perception that the um, fans were having. Mm. Um, and obviously, the results weren't very well. No, uh, it, it it didn't. So it was just um, it was just awful. It was just like bad at the time. So. Yeah, it was a, it wasn't a, a nice environment compared to how it used to be. And then there's changes all the time, um, chairmen's, managers, uh, you know. And it just for me, you know, after the stuff that's happened, you know, being in this now, being accused of someone that's greedy trying to um, take the, the the club this way. And I remember, so there's a new there's a new chairman. I think it was a father son. I can't remember the names. So we used to go to living rooms um, in Leeds. I remember being in there one evening, and this new, this, the chairman, like the son, he was quite young. Obviously, had a bit of money. I remember I'm in the place, and he's like, say, two, three tables away. And I remember him sitting with in some company. It was like guys and girls in his group saying. See him over there, that black guy, he's shit. And I pay him so and so a week to be shit. Like saying that loud. So yeah, yeah, said it loud so I can hear. Like, and I remember staring, like, I remember, and I was with some people, like friends of mine from up there, and they were like, I was like, no, nah, leave it, leave it, leave it. And um, I was thinking, wow, this guy. And I see him a, a fair bit, and he's always arrogant. But then the, the worst bit, um, and the worst bit for me, and I, again, is is a sound. I don't say too often. Obviously, like, like legally wise as well. So I start with allegedly. Um, so I wake up one one Sunday um, and open the paper. I'm reading this article in the paper. Um, so allegedly, this same management chairman or whoever is 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 in charge they had a plot to get me off the wage bill and um so their plan was and it's only discovered because the person they were planning with they had a fallen out this guy was a uh, bit mixed up naughty guy and they had a falling out so they had a plan to get me off the wage bill and the plan was that on a friday night when we go for your meal with a team um, everyone's sitting with the team and having your meal. You know, you have your your chicken and rice, chicken and pasta, fish and pasta, whatever. So when everyone's sitting there, they would put someone in the catering staff, the the serving, 
and when I'm eating and having my thing, when they come in, do you want some Parmesan cheese, whatever? So instead of it being Parmesan cheese, it would be laced with cocaine. So they'd sprinkle over my pasta, I'd eat it. On a Monday morning, I'd come in, they'd say, I want to random drug test you. I'd take the drug test, fail by taking, breaking the rules by taking Class A drugs. They can terminate my contract and finally get me off the wage bill. <laughs> so I'm reading it like, and obviously in that same article, it said how there was going to, um, Kells used to live like yards from his local pub, the like Bingley Arms, and he's walked down there. Like So when he walked down there, they'd get someone to beat him up, break his leg, claim an insurance, he wouldn't be able to play, but we'd get him off the wage bill. So I'm reading this, I'm like, oh my God. Like, are they serious? Like, So I remember driving, driving like to the petrol station, and I drove into the petrol station and there's a guy in a in a black Porsche filling up and I'm looking over, it's the same chairman's son, like the one who's supposed, mm-hmm. to, yeah, supposed to have been plotting to do this. And I swear, like, took, like, I'm not, like, like, like a violent or, like, aggressive person. It took every strength for me to, like, say, like, to go over there and, like, weigh him in. And I'm like, and he's looking at me, I'm like, and, like, look at me arrogant the same way he's telling these stories, like, oh, yeah, I'll pay this. I'm like, Phew. And I went in, like, again, never done nothing. Nothing could be done because a, a story in the paper yeah. allegedly happened. Um, but it, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's what the club, like, are plotting mm-hmm. to plan. No one from the club ever said, sorry, that's never happened. Or no one, like, mm-hmm. said nothing. It wasn't no, addressed at all? No, no, it wasn't addressed. Like, say, oh. It's like fucking Salisbury, isn't it? It was yeah. just spies. I'd have gone the other way, mate. I'd have revved my engines really loud. Just chuck me car keys or caught them in the back end. <laughs> Put them in my top pocket. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah. I don't like Parmesan cheese. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was yeah. uh, it Shove was your crazy. Parmesan up your ass. <laughs> so yeah, it you was like probably mad. think he stood there thinking, "Come on." Yeah. Watch yeah. you to, watch yeah. you to twatting. Yeah. yeah. So it was like it was. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Like that. I've gone, gone, gone down the little. I've bought a shitty five hundred quid car. And just ploughed it straight into the back of his, like when no one's in it, and just said, I'm sorry, play off an insurance. <laughs> Fuck you. What, what are your feelings now towards Leeds United? Like, oh, I love, I, like, I've, I've got no ill feelings towards Leeds United at all. Yeah. Like, I look out for results. Um, I've got happy memories from Leeds. My son was born in Leeds. I've um, got friends in Leeds. I've got no ill feelings to the club. Like, the, the, all this, I have, I think of Leeds and think of happy times. Like, this is just like the, the, things that come out um, from telling like, uh, like a journey of Leeds um, it comes out but I don't have any ill feelings towards Leeds United Football Club I love Leeds I've got like happy memories of Leeds one of my favourite episodes in my football journey um, so yeah I mean these things happen like that person and that episode what they've done I mean they they soon they got was getting investigated left right and centre and they soon um, left the club so under a load of speculation but um, yeah, it, I've got nothing against Leeds United. It's it's a, it's a happy place for me, and I, you know, I support and and always cheer them on. I'm glad they're they're back in a situation where it's just a footballing spoke about club rather mm. than anything oh, shit, other than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything used to be front pages and Leeds and Leeds. So now it's just about football, which is a good thing. That's fucking unbelievable, that though, isn't it? With the cheese. Yeah, when people say having a bad day at work, I'm saying, I've got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my boss is really bullying me. I've got a story for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, t- to be fair, it's, it's, it, the only thing you're thinking, 
imagine if it did come off. You know, you're sitting there, you're sitting to me now, thinking, what are you doing now? Like, I'm like, this player, you've done so well, what happened? Like, you got, what, why did you do the drugs for? And I'm trying to say, oh, I didn't do drugs. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy how it could have turned on its head. And if they, you know, only that they fell out with this guy, um, that it didn't come, to be fair, I don't eat Parmesan anyway. So <laughs> yeah. At that point, after you've been relegated and you were reading these stories and everything, did you want to get away? Um, there was the the only time I thought I wanted to I wanted to get away because when we got relegated, um, Kevin Blackwell was the manager. Oh, there I know. There um, I, I listened to I listened to Clark Carlisle's on Kevin. I mean, he was he was the manager and like he he just had a a, a chip on his shoulder from day. Like he wasn't. He was. Like, I'm thinking of like how the best way to describe him without swearing, if I'm honest, like... I can't swear, no problem. Yeah, no, I want I, I just want to, I want to, like... Because some of the swearing puts... He was just, like... Um, he, just, he was an awful manager, awful man management. Um, I think he was uh, angry, bitter, jealous, twisted of anyone that, that had a career because he didn't. Um, he's always been a number two, so when he's chance to be a number one, he just thought uh, power... Uh, and bullying was the way and it, it never worked um, he spoke to people awful, in an awful way um, he never had anyone's respect and, and that kind of um, didn't go too well with him and even as a number two uh, um, he was was a bit of a prick um, <laughs> yes we've got, we've got an let, let, let's word. just read this message out from John half a swear word <laughs> he was one of the few that actually got on with Blackwell so it might be worth asking him why <laughs> Same to say that um, that's not true. No, just, uh, uh, when he was number two, like, I remember he coming in and he had this way of like, um, like one thing for me is like football. Yeah, it's in like life. Like you can say anything you want. It's just how you you speak to me. And it's like you know, as, as men, like it's a sign of respect. And like you like a little bit. And he just talked you like down to people. Like, what are you talking to? And I remember um, we was doing a, a circle. Like we was in Ireland doing a pre-season tour and we was doing this like circle like boom, 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 getting it, get it. you in boom you know you know everyone knows you lose it you go in if I ain't lost it don't fucking tell me to go in I ain't going in <laughs> and I stand there like unless it's unless it's a drill where saying everyone's doing their shift and going in if I ain't lost it I ain't going in if he loses it you're telling me I'm going I'm not going in so he's doing it you're in I ain't going in just fucking get in who are you talking to <laughs> like who are you talking to like that's it he's like who are you talking to and it was like just fucking get in I'm like Hey, I don't know who you think you're talking to. And I remember Bats going, come to this game with you. And like, even at the beginning, I'm like, look, like, ball's going, I'm looking at him like, I don't know who you're talking to, bro. Like, <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then the game went on. And, and the worst thing about that game, I remember we played Aston Villa. And um, uh, is it Juan Pablo Angel, he booted my face and fractured my cheekbone. And uh, so I was double pissed. I was still pissed. And then like, everyone was going to watch Robbie Williams at some Irish castle, like tickets. And then I was in the hospital, like fucking, like, on a drip like fucking <laughs> my cheekbones busted and then like we go back I rehab that and I remember like, it's always how you talk and it, we had this you know like you, you get like I don't know some campaign you go you got to wear a t-shirt whether it's kick racing about football or it's cancer awareness you got to wear a t-shirt and then I think the kit man put thinking uh, Sean the kit man's gone dude to be fair they, they only gave us like mediums I'm not going out in some t-shirt like all, yeah 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 I'm sure. not going out so I'm not wearing it so I'm going out LMO change room He's going, wait, go and put your fucking t-shirt on. I said like, 
one, it don't fit. And who are you talking to? Just go and put your fucking T-shirt on. So who are you talking to? So we're walking at Ella Road, checked on there. Who are you talking to? Goes like, honestly, I don't know who you're talking to. If you want to go, we're going now. In fact, let's go in front of the stadium. We'll do it in front of everyone. What, what, what? Come, let's go. And I'm like, let's go. And then I think um, someone's going, no, do leave it. Go, no, fuck him, let's go. My voice is getting higher as well. <laughs> I'm saying that my voice is getting higher. Let's go, Kevin. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm, let's go. Let's go. He's like, what, what, what? And he used to, I don't know. I was like, he's got. He used to have this watch, this this chain thing. Like this this watch used to dangle up. Just do this. Yeah. I don't know what it was. A watch or a chain. Let's let's go. And he's. I'm walking over things. Someone's pulling me off. I'm like, I'm gonna bang him. Like, and I'm not. I'm not ever like like not that. And was it, he in for it? Was he a game? No. He was moonwalking like like to the referees <laughs> room. He wasn't. He didn't want none of that. Um, he wasn't, if it was game, it's cool, but he wasn't game. He was like, what, what, what? You, said, you know, when people start getting louder, when there's a gap of a row of people, hey, what? And he didn't want that and, and it carried on. So when he was manager, um, it, it carried on. And then he, he, uh, he come manager, he, he signed Clark Carlisle. Again, I got no problem with competition. Like that's the manager's thing. So Clark, he was, he started off coming, he done well. He was playing butts, Paul Butler. So I was playing. Um, so I wasn't in the team. Fine, not, not a problem. Um, but then he, then uh, I think I went on loan to Stoke. Tony Pooch went on loan to Stoke, buzzing, glad to get away. Can't stand being around the person. Um, and then he brought me, called me back, called me back for an FA Cup tie, I think. And then I got injured in the game. And then from there, he'd say, So when the first team was in at 10, I'll be in at two. When the first team in the afternoon, I'll be. So I wasn't around anyone, right? I'm like childish and one and I was training with the kids and all that sort of stuff. You know, I'm a I'm a senior pro, I know what's going on, it's ridiculous. And he was like, um, like he'd ignore me, think is it like and I think they was having a little bit of a, a, a decent run, so he thought he was a saviour and all that sort of stuff. Um and he just avoided me, avoided me, avoided me. Um and just how you should speak to how you speak to people, how his own staff. When A. D. Boothroyd was there, like he used to talk to A. D. like in a like thought he was a gaffer, like in a disrespectful way, um, I just got no no time for the 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 person. I thought like as a, as a person, um, not great as a as a coach, as a manager, as a yeah no no um you know I don't want to jump on the the Kevin Blackwell bandwagon, but you know you reap what you sow. Only uh, tell you how it is, isn't it? Yeah, like, honestly, like, but I wasn't really um, fussed. I didn't like the, like the person. He was just a bully. It was just a, a just a, a pure bully, but yeah, no time for excellently constructive yeah. criticism. I believe that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Kevin will keep trying. It's <laughs> <laughs> my mission. We're about to get Mrs. What Mrs. Blackwell on, aren't we? See what she says about him. <laughs> so you got sorted out from Leeds, and you went Stoke. Yeah. New lease of life, though. Yeah, I, like you, yeah. You just, you just want to be loved, don't you? Like I don't care. Anyone says you want to go somewhere and be happy and be loved and. You know, Stoke gave me love, gave me a lease of life, um, made me feel wanted, made me feel um, valued. Um, it was great. Um, again, a great dressing room. Um, there was big tags. There was a gift of Noel Williams, uh, Adi Akinbae. Um We had a beast of a change room. It was, like, it was all funny. Um, so it was... It Typical was, Tony Pulis squad, that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like you know, it was a good environment. Um, yeah, so I was happy just to just to be there and just to play again and just playing football and just playing. Do you know what I mean? And it was it was it was yeah. It gave me a new lease of life to him. So a Tony Pulis all signed, yeah. Yeah. So then, did 
he get sacked then when this Bosch camp came in? Yeah, so he, I think he, he, he left or sacked, I can't remember. Then Johan Bosch camp come. And I like Johan, Dutch manager. Um, just love, just wanted to play football. Chaddy, Chaddy's been in touch. <laughs> Ask him if he remembers team meal at Charlie Chan's in Hanley when Boss Camp got a hot towel in his face from a mystery thrower. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't, oh, I know it was, yeah, yeah. It's him, it's funny. You no know, thing is, it, when we played a um, first game of the season at South End, uh, like normal first game, quite hot, wasn't it? Like, but like he collapsed at half time and had to go to hospital. I was like, oh my God, is he dead? Like, He's dead. Chaddy. Yeah, like, because actually, like, I don't know if he's that big, like, 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 you know, he's, he's a bit of a joker, but he laid motionless, like, <laughs> like, he's like, hot. Is he all right? Is he all right? I think he's dead. Oh, no, just, just so what? Just so what? <laughs> That'll be some prank point. Yeah, now, yeah, like, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not losing, we're not losing. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, no, Bosch Camp was, um, again, he was like, he was just pure football and um, he was really good. I liked him. That's how, again, he spoke football. And um, he made me captain of the team. And then one time, was playing, was training, and we're doing running. I didn't like running. Like, a couple of sprints, I'm a right fast runner. But over three sprints, you can start getting into like the... Lactic acid. Yeah, and that's when, like, yeah, I, I start know, fatiguing. I know, I know like, oh, myself. Oh, you thought you were doing three. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I need a longer break then. Um, so, um, we're doing running. He's going... Dubs, get to the line. After the third, get to the line. Fuck off. Hop. He said, hop, hop. You, go back. What? I'm like, what? I thought, what? Go back. So I go back to training ground on my own, like drive there. So I'm sitting there waiting for everyone to come back. He was like, fucking hell, what's going on? I don't know. Gaff wants to see you. I'm like, and he was a big, and he's very like, not tactile, he's a punch and eat you like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gaffer, hop. I'm thinking he's going to punch or um, <laughs> stand here. No, don't ever disrespect me like that, Tubes. Sorry, Gaffer, sorry. So I'm I'm sorry, like, thinking, shit, sorry. Okay, all right, we'll walk out. Now go and finish your runs. What? Oh. So I had to go back with the thingy and just finish my running. But um, I never crossed him after that, like... Was I he thought, all right with you after? Yeah, it was fine. He was just, he was just wanting to let me know. Yeah. I'll back you in front of the team. Don't ever disrespect me like that. Um, but he was, like, he was good as gold. Um, but I think there was just a, a little power struggle upstairs that made his demise and why he didn't he didn't stay on longer were you there when the lad went here what what one Sammy Bangora is it Sammy Bangora yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there under boss like just he just went he, he, I think he scored like four in four doing well and then he just disappeared everyone's like when's Sammy coming back yeah. <laughs> anyone seen Sammy like no anyone phoned him his phone's off when's he coming back where's he gone and he just just was there a Russian club in for him or something? I think ready to offer him big money. I don't know. He, he went on he strike. Turned, he turned it down. So he just, he went on international duty and did come back. Whatever. Yeah. I think he came back, did he come back eventually? I think he come back down the line, but yeah, come back a different player. I think he sent his twin. We <laughs> <laughs> weren't the same. That's Steve Bangora. I, mem- I, mem- I remember one time we had Kenwin Jones when he was there and uh, I think me and um, David Brammer was, was, Board and like we was away game, and we phoned Kenwin, and we pretended to be an agent for West Ham. We said, "Listen, like we want you, don't play tonight. Whatever you do, like, like tell your manager like you're real. Whatever, don't play tonight, and we will get this deal through tomorrow." And like it's going, yeah, do that for us, right? This deal's gonna go through, and like 
And I remember like, we were thinking, is Trini's gonna do it? Like, and I remember like, we was going downstairs and he's like, looking, he ain't said anything for anyone. And it's best about to like, pull like the manager. We go, whoa, 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 what's going on, what's going on? Like pulled him thinking, if it goes through, we can't have this, like, <laughs> it comes back. And we talk, goes, oh, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. Why, 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 why? It's a joke. <laughs> it was all... He's like, and at first he didn't believe his name wasn't. Yes, don't, don't do it, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I thought we were going to fall down bottom yeah, two yeah, stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, luckily he pulled at the end thinking he was about to go through and say, yeah, I'm injured, I'm injured. Did he, did he take it well? Yeah, yeah, be fair, he did. He's like, yeah. <laughs> did he pause it on the part? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'd been, been, been right moving flats in, flats in London. <laughs> yeah, Kenman. Did you have a clause in your contract if a Premier League club came at, in? At, at Stoke, I did, yeah. yeah. And then Reading come in. Yeah, they paid the £6 million buyout clause. <laughs> no, I think it wasn't. Um, no, I, I don't know how much it was. Um, it wasn't wasn't that much. Um, and they, they come in. I remember Tony Pulis, who'd returned... Um, and then told me, because part of me wanted to get back down south as well. Um, so it worked out, I'm back in the Premier League. Yeah. We parted on good terms. He said to me, oh, you're one of my best signings I've made. Don't know if you said that now, we'd say the same thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was pleased. And, um, Are we all right with you with that then? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Can't be denying somebody. Nah. No, no, he was, he was fine. A lot of managers do though. Yeah. A lot of managers do. But his yeah. hands are tied, really, if he's got yeah. the claws. Well, yeah, but can't. I mean, but he can be a bit like off with you still, can't mm. he? Yeah, no, he was, he was, he was good to me. He was good to me, to be fair. So, well, that, well, that Reading's first season back in the Premier League. Second, second. So they smashed the Championship, stayed up, done really well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your centre half says, "Then one Sonko, what's up, big Sonko?" And uh, Inga Martin. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The Scandinavian kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iceland, yeah. So Thought they were there. Glenn Little, the, the yeah, time. Blakey. Should have played for England. That's his own words. <laughs> yeah. They're his own words. Um, um, but yeah, had a good again a good squad. Um, but if I look back at the Reading time, the success at Reading at the beginning was it was a good team, and in the second season with all the praise and highlights, it come away from that, and then individuals wanting to now show and then come away from that team aspect and we started off uh, Man United away it was our first game of the season Old Trafford and I was like bloody hell hard start Couple has said oh, we're going to do man to man mark two strikers one sweeper and I was like I've never done that before Dubs you're going to mark Rooney and I think Graham Murray was going to mark um, Ronaldo Ivor Martin was going to uh, sweep so okay thinking I hate man-to-man marking because you're just following people's energy sapping just doing what they're doing um, not for the fact to your account but it's just like it's energy sapping follow someone in the game so, oh. so kick off where's Rooney just wherever Rooney is I'm going following him he's dropping deeper like he's getting the ball from right back so I'm like <laughs> I'm like virtually so far up now it's like oh fucking hell and he's just he's obviously clever player understanding just getting the ball moving around in the game we do we go for a challenge and I think I'll catch his foot didn't think it's too bad but it comes up hard time someone says he's fractured his, his foot like for it um, so oh, fucking hell it's like someone's coming he goes Rooney's off Rooney's off thinking <sighs> not thinking I don't know why I'm thinking that because I think I'm going to have like that's it my, my job done so it's gone like okay Gaffer's gone 
Dubs, you're going to Ronaldo. That's not a reward, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I've done you know my job. I've done my job when you fucking you've lumbered with that. Mertz went on to gigs and then he's like so I'm like now obviously Ronaldo's different, he's like six hundred step over like, get there, boom, boom. So um play obviously with nil nil, so I like, you know, I've marked Ronaldo and Rooney, man to man, didn't score buzzing. Um so we're thinking we can compete on the level of teams. But then I remember the manager having a meeting and saying we're playing Liverpool, what do you think? And everyone just wanted to go, we should go like, play our football. We're, we're worried too much about other teams. But I'm like, you know, it's Liverpool. We're like, great as a team, but individually, mm. they're better. They're, that's what they are. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes you, you think, you know, egos can get in the way of, of you know, a little bit of success. And we, we started to come away from the team element. And I think that was our undoing, where it was individual first and then team. Whereas before, and the whole reason that they were successful even before I come there was the team element with good players playing their role in that team rather than, you know, good individuals making up this, this team. So when it, you know, it got to the stage of, you know, we find ourselves having fighting for relegation, you know, that there's, that's, that's what it is. You have the one Reading in one season, all about team and their strength is team against the individual. And then you see, Success and that's a common theme, you know, when people talk about second season syndrome. Do you think that's a common theme with other? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think players start thinking, I've a chance to remove. I've gone up there, I've done well, and with all due respect to Reading, I'm at Reading, I might get a Crystal Palace on double my money, I might get a yeah. There is um, that. Remember, players well, go from Newcastle. Players, get a Newcastle. They go back to that championship players to internationals, um, success, rave reviews, and plus as well, people work teams out. Like mm. it, yeah. you know, they work you out as a player. You're not like a, a mystery anymore. They know your strengths. You have got people doing the homework on you. It's half understandable. Mm. Probably a subconscious thing, and you don't mean to half toss it off. It's I mean, just one yeah, of them. I mean, if somebody said to you, "There's a chance of getting a move to a better podcast." I'd, I'd be tempted. Your performance would have dropped, wouldn't yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be ringing in sick. Yeah, <laughs> doing a sick call. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did um, yeah. did you play with Harps? Was Harps there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good player, James Harper. Yeah, yeah. James doesn't Harper. get enough credit. I think Steve Sidwell gets spoke about more in that midfield duo, but Harps does a lot. Grinder, talented. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was a really good player. Just never. Um, get spoken about. Yeah. He's definitely uh, got Tourette's, hasn't he? Yeah, Was he like yeah. that training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's sweethearted Dean Saunders off. In a, in yeah, a, in sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saunders was like, was it was like you were uh, Blackwell. Who yeah. are you talking to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sweetheart, yeah, yeah. When he first came to Donny, everyone thought he was a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took us ages to work out what kind of lad he was. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he wouldn't say boot or a goose and then on, in training it'd be sweetheart. And yeah, then, yeah, and, yeah. I'll sweet, I'll yeah, call, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's this personality come yeah. from? <laughs> it was definitely, it's definitely like, um, you're not your your typical personality. Do you know what I mean? Just different. Like, everyone's going that way. He's just, he's happy going that way. You know what I mean? And just loud with it. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Living it up. In a weird way, though, because he yeah. wouldn't really socialise with the lads. We Say we had, a, I think it might have been the night we won the league. And he didn't speak to any of the lads, but then you'd look over and he's dancing on his own, like uh, white chicks, yeah, white yeah, chicks yeah, yeah, yeah. sweating his tits off just on his own. <laughs> and we're like, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 
he didn't speak to anybody. It wasn't just me. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant yeah. you yeah. as a group. Maybe. He might have been one of them at a baddie where he just... Keeps yeah, himself yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, no. Great time on his own. With his whistle and flipping, yeah. sweating his tits off. He's just different. Yeah, I know what you mean, Harps. He was just very, even now, like, I don't know what he does now, but he's not very, I think it's, he, he was good friends with Kit, um, but I don't know what else he, he does and who else he speaks to. Um, but I liked Harps, but again, another player that just, his game wasn't really, had the fu- the, the highlight with it. Yeah. Unsung hero. Yeah. Unsung hero. <laughs> Who does a free case of award-winning beer sound to you? Marvellous. Splendid. Superb. Well, that's exactly what Beer 52 are offering. All you have to do is go to www.beer52.com slash kosh and cover the £5.95 postage and they'll deliver this exclusive case worth, get this, £24. Really? Right to your door. Oh. We're going to be sat at house a bit, aren't we? What a perfect time to try them. No better way to spend your time. Working from home or you 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 fur load. <laughs> Probably isn't it. But yeah. But off time. Yeah. Off time. Once you've once you've cleaned out kids, and put the kids to bed. Yeah. Crack on with the beer fifty two. So yeah, you've got plenty of time to, to sample them. If you've not got work, you might be able to have three or four instead of your normal you one can, or two. You can drink moderately as well, can't you? Not, and not everybody's like us. Where it's like all on off in 100 mile an hour <laughs> in the street or on floor. Do you know what I mean? You can just, just have a sociable one or two. Just have a, nice have a nice beer. Have a nice beer from anywhere in the world with your tea, your supper, in front of fire. The ones that I've had, you can't get them in the supermarket. I haven't no. tasted anything like them in the supermarket. You didn't know the Beer 52 boffins are on a determined mission to find the very best beers anywhere on the planet. Every month they visit a different country, find the best small batch beer breweries sample their finest craft beer and then carefully create a case to send to their lucky members what a job that is by the way the world just uh, t- testing ale where are we off today jack uh, Th- thailand thailand japan <laughs> you fancy it but an hour's in it where are we going chris's bunker <laughs> <laughs> yeah who's uh, driving you're not going to thailand, not going to thailand. No, well i am it's my job it's my job i've got to go to thailand and test ale yeah, you might have a you know, pulling the name out of the city in the office. See who gets what? Oh, fuck me. Norwich again. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sky. Who wants to go there? <laughs> well, Beer 52's 150,000 strong legion of members rate the beer they receive each month. And this month, the case is a collection of the highest rated beers over the last 12 months. So basically, All the best, best of the best. The creme de la creme. The creme de la creme. What a time to get them. But don't worry if you don't like them darker beers, just let them know. You can get just the lighter options. Mm. Just the lighter options, which is good. Each case comes with an award-winning beer magazine for men, which we all know about. Fantastic read. Uh, as well as a uh, taste of little snack to, to accompany your beer. Fish bash bosh. I'm going to guess Hop the Pod is in the, the best rate, top rate. Oh, well, I put my vote in. Hop beat and delicious. You. There's no minimum commitment, and you can just take your free case if you like, try the beer, see what you think. If it's not for you, then you can pause or cancel any time. All you've got to do is go to www.beer52.com slash kosh to claim your free case of eight craft beers now. That's www.beer52.com slash kosh. No need to thank us. There's no need to thank us, honestly. We've changing lives. Yeah. <laughs> Get a bit of feedback. Who 
went to Wickham after and then Scotland, St. Johnson. Yeah, I went to Wickham, uh, a brief spell there. Peter Taylor took me there um, and then he got sacked uh, and it didn't really work out. So I main, managed to get a little deal um, and got out of there. Um, went up to Scotland. Jody was up there and he's... So I went up to Scotland for 18 months. Loved it up there, you know, played at Celtic and Rangers. That's yeah. about part of the reason. It's a long old way from fucking London, isn't it? I know. Um, but it was it was, it was was a good time, apart from when the bad weather and I got snowed in, I couldn't go home because there was no flights, couldn't drive. So I was like six weeks without being able to get home because the weather was so bad. But yeah, I loved it. I, I loved my time up there. And St. Johnson, everyone goes, oh, you Rangers or Celtic? I say, I'm St. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps you out of trouble as well, doesn't it? <laughs> so, be yeah, asked. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a good time. Um, and then, you know, I just wanted to, to come home um, as a young family, um, I just wanted to be at home. It's like, you know, so. Uh, How old were you when you went to Oxford? Oh, might have been in my 32, 33. Yeah, so when, when I went to Oxford, I remember going down there um, and then meeting Chris Wilder, speaking to him. And then they, they wanted to do a one year deal. I'm like, I'm signing for one year. <laughs> like, no, what? <laughs> I want two years and they agreed two year deal um, and it was, it was I liked it there again it was a weird stadium because I only got three three yeah. stands it's like yeah. you know you, you're seeing his TGI's <laughs> and <laughs> and the fish and chips yeah 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 might have, I might have hit TGI's <laughs> a couple of shots but, <laughs> but yeah <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get me ball yeah. ball boy I'll get this one <laughs> um, but yeah so um, I enjoyed it obviously um, the first season we've done really well. Um, and then uh, Chris Wilder's all right. We, uh, funny thing, we the first season we went there, then the pre-season we started, we're going to Boston. Boston, oh, brilliant. That's a, I've never been like American pre-season, Boston, brilliant. So like I said, oh, so the gaffer, like, we, we, we're going in club, tracksuit, travelling. No, no, come as you want. No, it's pre-season, we're going to club. No, just come as you want. Fair enough, everyone's like, there, get there, it's a pre-season. And you know, like, you get, like, the Witherspoons, all the lads are you in You are there. in Boston, in America? Boston, America. Oh, I thought I thought, I thought, I thought the story was going to be yeah. you in Boston, fucking no. Lincolnshire. No, <laughs> no, 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 we're getting bigger, think bigger. <laughs> oh, you are actually, actually going to Boston. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I was getting excited, getting to Boston, dude, like, really? <laughs> Shit story. Um, no, yeah, so no, we were going to uh, Heathrow. You had to go there, you had to check yourself in. It's like, okay, check yourselves in, check yourselves in. And then everyone's like in the river spoon and like just drinking it at steam. I'm thinking, this is pre-season. I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't look like the fucking gaffer and the staff, see? Walk down, the staff are in the other bit of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, okay, we travelled there. It was just like, um, it was a bit of a, not jolly up, but it was. But he, as a manager, he was old school, new school, just in that, Cusp yeah. beer, like he understood the the old thing. He had the discipline and like the gaff a bit, but he had a little bit of you know the new thinking about him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So which is all right. But when we did go to Oxford, maybe he's saying in training you have to wear shin pads. I'm like, I'm not wearing shin pads for training. <laughs> like what's like? Do you know what I mean like who's wears shin pad for training? Like, are we eleven? Um, the gaff I can't wear. And then he kind of loosened um, that rule a little bit. But um, I, f I found him. I found, found him good. Even you know when after the second season, um, 
uh, they released me. It wasn't a problem. It's football, you know. And I'm glad he's got his success could now. You, could you see him going that uh, as high as that? Or back then? I, I'd be lying if I sit in and said, "Yeah, I could see that." I, I, I thought he was good, and I thought he 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 knew how to get a team to win. Um, but I wouldn't sit there and go, "He's going to be a Premier League manager one day." Did you get a call from Montserrat. Yeah, um, I got a call. Where was I? I think I was. I can't remember where I was. It might have been Reading or... But um, my mum and dad are from Montserrat and I just thought to myself, I always wanted to play for England and I just saw it as defeat if I then went and played for Montserrat. Um, so I, I said no. And plus, at the time, their their infrastructure wasn't great. Um, players were going there, then getting stranded there and not making their flights back home. Mm. Um, and I thought, oh, I, I couldn't do that. But in my in my heart, I always wanted to play for England, but no. We're about to get geographically. Where is it? Monster? Caribbean next to uh, Antigua. Oh, you're not. Just think to yourself, I'm fucking hell, I could have good Tempting. year. We're terrible under arm international yeah, duty, yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 next week. We need a Hawaiian shirt on. We're back in your yeah. flip-flops. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just thought I'd... And not getting back and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's the wine managers up. It's just like, just to be... No, I just thought, no. Someone on Twitter mentioned it that you had a superstition to hit the crossbar before you went in. Yeah, so when I do my warm-up, do a bit of warm-up, then after I've done my warm-up, I stand there, and it was really just to try and find my range, like just to try and get that little range, so I hit the crossbar, I had to hit it before going, and sometimes it takes ages, and that's okay. <laughs> Dooms! I'm thinking, shit, I've got hit. If I don't hit, I'm going, shit, game, shit. Now I'm feeling pressure. Dooms! <laughs> and I hit it, and I'm running. Wait, so to give Tom, yeah, so I had to hit the crossbar before I went out edge, from the edge of the box boom something the first time oh yes so I was like get the ball get the ball get the ball <laughs> and the ball boys had the balls in give me a fucking give me a fucking ball <laughs> so if it's, if it's getting to like five and six and you're not hitting thinking fucking I'm oh, having shit, yeah, yeah. 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 you know you know like fucking shit and you hit it scuffle one that hit that did hit everyone hear it the crowd hear it I'll take that I'll take that yeah, I, think only, I think there's only been like twice that I went in and didn't hit it and oh, I yeah, Playing on my mind, thinking, shit, like, can I just talk to him again? <laughs> Praying, but yeah, that was a, and that I used to always come out with, um, like, um, my shirt on, put my shirt on in the tunnel, so I have it like there over me, and then I put it on in the tunnel. That was all right until you start getting older, and then you're there, and all these players seeing you with your belly out, you know, <laughs> so you're like thinking, like, holding it there, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So these days, you're the founder of Made Leaders. Yeah, so it's my own company, uh, Made Leaders. It's uh, a coaching company. I, I qualified when I retired. Um, I didn't want to go into the media. Um, I flirted with the idea. I did a bit of journalism. So I liked the idea of writing. But then I, I took um, a course to be an executive coach. So I founded my own company, Made Leaders. Um, and really, it's perspective from the the lens of an elite athlete so when I'm going to, to coach people it's just giving them a different mindset a different way of thinking um, I always use the analogy like you know seven and two is nine but so is five and four so I'm giving you the idea of five and four you know seven and two so just trying to give a different perspective on how to be successful how to goal set things we take for granted at football as, as sportsmen athletes that we're always setting goals whether it's you know, I'm having so many clean sheets. Oh, you know, I want to, I want to be top goal scorer. We've always been setting goals. Want to get into that team. 
and it's something we take for granted because not everyone sets goals everyone just does their job and they don't have a goal or long they get work to do but they don't have a goal so it's just trying to give people the mindset and help them you know i go into big corporations like barclays and have clients there and it's like okay let's have a an 18 month plan what do you want to be i want to be um a junior i want to be a director okay let's have a plan on giving the best way of getting here things you have action plans you have to follow out strategies and we have to do and you know it's all from the lens of what we used to do as, as footballers and sports people it's a company i started maybe three years ago and still growing still building um want to make it bigger more successful want to be the most sought after um kicking down barriers because there's not many uh former players executive coaches so again in being taken um serious in a world that you know dealing with multi-million pounds hundreds of thousands of pounds and you know where small margins i'm saying to them well i've always dealt in small margins so i'm what it's like that you know little small margins how the difference it can make you know what this can make a difference to that so it's just taking what i know and putting it into and going to venture into another world getting them to see that there's another way of doing things so it's just taking what i know and that's what i i say makes me different than most if not all executive coaches and trying to get people to be elite performers like um, we once were and and that's and that's where i'm at the moment good luck with it man yeah no eight worries. and one by the way huh eight and one Eight and one, just another yeah. way of getting to nine, innit? <laughs> I thought about. Um, I thought that, remember the video when it showed Warnock and Guardiola, yeah. the different thingies when yeah. they all they both want to achieve the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they do yeah, yeah, yeah. The they do. Thing. Yeah, it's just different, different ways. ways to, yeah, different ways. And I think and we we all have that, and it's just a different. And I'm not saying mine's mine's the best. It's just a different a different thought process. And and when I'm coming in, and my thing is that there's so many. You know, there's 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 so many people coming in and doing the same thing in the in this in the environment of corporate environment, and they use the same people with the same thinking. I'm saying, same you know, results. you get someone think outside the box. It's Fancy just a it. Fancy it. What? Corporate speaking. Do I? Yeah. I don't think I'd be. Team, I don't team think building I'd be, is important. I'm in too. Uh, important. Gathering PC together. <laughs> Fancy dress is oh. preferable. <laughs> Another essential. Another essential. I'd be like something like you know like going before Christmas and then even if she's not putting her weight on and then the woman comes in and says oh we've had a good we've had a good Christmas thank you Maureen you know what I mean even if she hasn't put the weight on I'll be I'll be at HR straight away yeah, yeah. oh fuck oh, something like fucking oh. got these cases against you what <laughs> I didn't even say nothing to her <laughs> what's he what's he piping yeah. up for yeah. oh right oh, the, like the blind joke <laughs> Oh, oh, got yeah, 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 yeah. yeah see it now. Fair Sal- enough. Salon yeah. shut, Maureen. You're not going to get your taps done, have you, love? <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, top yeah, man. Thank you very much for that, pal. Thank you. Incredible. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.